Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, all Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea. This is the happy hour, fellas. It is that time again. I'm C-Boy Motley Chris for the uh, new listeners. And I'm joined today with Adam hello, hello. and Quinn. What's up? Uh, the fourth horseman, Mr. Razor, is off. Where did he go? Montreal? I think he's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's in Canada, Canada somewhere. Yeah, he's going to Canada to uh, wreck shit. <laughs> and then come back and tell us about it later on. So that's precisely what he said to us. Exactly. So we're we're glad oh, to be back with you guys again for another session. Um, some stories to tell, stories to share, and uh, we'll start off. Well, well, Quinn has a quick story. I want to hear about this this uh, eventful bus ride. My, not on the train. I was oh, a train ride. Sorry, was, train ride. Yeah, I was attacked on the train. The other what? Day. <laughs> Yeah, you know, good old New York. And it was actually in New York. I was hoping that I would have a New Jersey transit <laughs> story, but I don't, even though some eventful shit happens on New Jersey transit as well. But I was on, like, the New York subway, and I'm just sitting there minding my business. I didn't have my headphones. So, of course, I'm holding my cell phone trying to pretend to look like I was doing something. I was reading an article, and I look up, and there's this old asian lady sitting across from me looking she looked like a raisin but <laughs> she was sitting across from me and she kept looking in her she had like this little um like i guess like a little satchel bag like mm -hmm. a little mesh satchel bag she kept going in there and digging in there but she would look in there for about two minutes and pull nothing out nothing she wasn't reading anything and she did this like a couple of times so it caught my attention i'm just like what is like what is she looking for what what is in this lady's bag and I guess she caught me looking at her. And when we made eye contact, she like kind of like smirks a little bit at me. So, you know, I'm a nice person. So I smile back, you know, I, but I'm not trying to like link up with her. Or anything, <laughs> right, right, but right. I smile back and go back to her. And then she goes back into her bag again. And I'm like, what the f what is in this bag? What is she? And then all of a sudden she makes this like movement. And she hits me with a fucking adukin from like across the fucking <laughs> across the fucking train thing, and I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? So I feel attacked. I instantly feel attacked, and I'm like, as you should. This 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 isn't gonna work. So I look at her, and she like smirks at me. So I feel like she knows what the hell she was doing. <laughs> so I hit her with an adukin back. <laughs> so I I I wind up and I get my adukin ready, and I hit her with an adukin back. And then she like digs in her bag again. I was like, oh shit, she's about to go in there. She's gonna throw a brick at you. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck she's about to pull out on me now, but then nothing ever amounted from it because then people got on the train and stood up in between us. Mm. But I was like, this I just had a whole fucking street fight with, <laughs> with this lady who started with a Hadouken. And obviously it was a tie because it was, there was no KO. Right. And you know, and it wasn't a perf perfect man. <laughs> But like this is just like this is the third, yeah of of my trail of like weird shit going on. Do we do we talk about what happened to you last time with the with the sandwich? Oh, man. What's, what's the saying of the week? Um, you want to bite this sandwich? If you want to bite of this sandwich, say something. <laughs> <laughs> Don't flirt with me. If you want to bite of this sandwich, say something. I wasn't saying shit, and you don't have a sandwich. <laughs> oh, she does have well, a sandwich. I didn't want any. I didn't want any of that sandwich. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's been so clearly. Transit and Quinn are not good. September has been a very eventful week on transit for Quinn. I see. I mean, eventful month on transit for Quinn. That's crazy. But yeah, I think that was that. That was the best though, because it didn't like end up with actual violence or anything, <laughs> or being yelled at, or right, right. It ended with smiles. 
It, it was like, well, the lady with the sandwich on the bus just kind of came out of nowhere. Because once again, I've noticed that if I don't have my headphones, I don't know if it's because I'm paying more attention to what's going on around mm. me or if I just look like a victim, maybe. Maybe I just look like a victim. But when I don't have my headphones on, that's when weird shit happens. Because right. on the bus, I was minding my business, didn't have my headphones in. This lady walks onto the bus, stands up directly in front of me. Mm-hmm. I looked up to offer her my seat, and I think that was my mistake. Yep. When I looked up to offer her my seat, she said, oh, no, baby. You can imagine <laughs> what race this woman was. Oh, no, baby. I don't need the seat. No problem. Cool. You don't want to sit down? Not a problem. Not going to force you. A few, like, not even a minute later, oh, baby, don't do, don't do that. And I look up, and I'm like, all right. I don't know who she's talking to, but <laughs> no, baby, don't do. I said, don't do that. So what I look at the lady doing? next to me. I wasn't doing anything. I was looking. Are you at sure? My, I was looking at my phone. Oh no, baby, don't. Maybe she. I don't know. Maybe she didn't like what I was reading. Maybe she was looking at what you were reading and, had, and it was turning. It, was it escalated so much worse, so mm. so quickly from that. And so, like, I look over at the lady next to me, and I'm, and she looks at me. She like gives me the look, like, yeah, she's talking to you, <laughs> because like I was trying to figure out who the hell she could possibly be talking to. So and she looks like, at me, and she's pretty much, yeah, she's pretty much like, yeah, she's talking to you. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> and then it goes from no, baby, don't do that to, baby, I've been married three times and div- no, I've been married twice and divorced three times. So in my <laughs> mind, I'm like. Well, there's somebody out there that you're married to that either doesn't know that you left them (laughs) or you're making this shit up, probably making this shit up. But she's been married two times, divorced three times, and she knows a young nigga flirting with her when she sees it. And I'm like, okay, okay, all right. So at this point now, I'm really looking at the lady next to me like, help, please. (laughs) I don't know what you can do, but fucking help. Right. And she's like. Oh no! Don't don't be flirting with me. Don't little nigga. Don't be flirting with me. If you want a bite of this sandwich, you better say something. And I look, and she's not holding anything. She's a sandwich. Oh, so there was a what sandwich there, buddy. Fucking sandwich! Are you offering? Oh, she was a whole hero. For it was you. a fish sandwich. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I couldn't get off that bus fast, fast enough. What and bus was this? Nobody wanted to fucking help me. I was on the, the Jersey Transit bus going to the um train station. Oh, that explains it. And it was like nobody wanted to like they could see in my eyes. Like I know that I'm a larger guy with a big beard and usually I thought that usually I look like I can handle my own, but I know in this moment I probably look like the smallest lost child ever. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I was lost in conversation. I was lost for words. I felt like I was being <laughs> singled out because she had called me a little nigga about three or four times right, already. Right. And I was like, what the hell? And nobody, everybody was just laughing and looking at me. And I was like, all right, cool. I and don't forget you were trying to do the math for three minutes. Right. Three and, married, I, and then I was given a word problem that divorce. didn't make any sense. So, like, I've already not good at math. And you carry the a math problem carry that doesn't two. even make sense. So That's wild. Anything else going with you this week? Any any projects you're working on? Um, Not really, man. Just... This week was a pretty chill week, just trying to get Jalen's third weekend. Mm. My son was picked as student of the month. Nice, so, nice. You know, first week, first month in this new school. That's a good so start. He's doing, so he's yeah. doing well. So I've just kind of like been focusing on him and getting that together. And that's pretty much it on this end. Okay. Young Adam, you were gone for a while. You had a little trip happening. 
yeah. before last, uh, I think it was a week, week or so ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, a couple of weeks ago. Went to uh, Maine, okay, which was a nice little trip. Went up to Acadia National Park. You need lobster while you're up there? Yeah. So uh, Michelle and I ended up uh, spending market price <laughs> on fresh How bad was lobster. That? It was... So it was wait, great you, for the stomach, but bad for the pocket. You went to Maine and had to pay market price, even though they were pulling it like right that out the That fucking shit just came off the goddamn boat. It's like, Fresh. what the hell? Did it commute to get to the boat? And yeah, then yeah. so like what? I wonder, maybe market price is a lot cheaper up there, though. I don't, like, um, how does that work? So you know a lobster sandwich mm-hmm. was about $17. Jesus. Now, here, here's the deal. The lobster sandwiches that you may get at, you know any other restaurant here in the city mm-hmm. they're chintzing on it you're oh, only getting like, a, like two or three pieces of lobster they, meat. They, they give you what you pay for here you're getting a nice okay so that's what it is then you're paying a decent amount on you're that. getting you're getting more quantity for your buck yeah that's what it is and you're getting quality at the same yeah, time yeah, yeah. versus something that just you know was picked up say two three days ago and was being shipped right to your location which isn't going to be the freshest Right. So we literally, we were the first to be served. So we got, you know, the first day's catch, which was really good. How long was the drive from here to there? So the drive, if it was going to be straight from New York to Acadia, Mm -hmm. was supposed to be like nine hours. Oh, wow. But since I'm the only driver, I uh, drove up like six, seven hours. We did in the afternoon. We stayed just outside of Portland, Maine, and then um, we found a, a hotel for like $109 for the night, mm-hmm. which was really good, and then we got a bite to eat. Nice. So we were able to rest, relax, take a shower in the morning, which was great, and then uh, we did a three to four hour drive to uh, Acadia, which is near Bar Harbor, which is further north from uh, Portland. We went to Walmart, went to a Walmart super center. I got to admit, they are, they are nice. They are amazing. Never been to a Walmart Supercenter before? Oh my. No. I've been to a normal Walmart, mm. but going to a Walmart Supercenter up in Maine. Oh, well, yeah. I was like, what the my hell? My sister's is from, is living in Georgia, and like literally not even exaggerating, Walmart Supercenter is if you're not old enough to go out and drink so or go out and party at like the 18 and over clubs, Walmart Supercenter parking lots is where you go. Oh, shit. That's like where like tailgating you, area. it's basically like the Walmart parking lot at two o'clock in the morning is loaded with college kids because everything is there and they don't close. Yeah. Anything that you want is there. It's super cheap. So like when I first experienced it, I was like blown. I was like, why the hell are y'all in? Because, you know, I'm from New York. So yeah. Walmart is big, but it's like nobody. There's no Walmart in New York City, though. All the new Walmarts that are just well, outside. Out in, yeah, they're Long out Island. In Long yeah. Island. And then now that I'm in Jersey, they're all over the place. Yeah. But, um, but like, being, like, a younger, well, an older teenager, that was, like, when I really remembered mm-hmm. first going to Walmarts and stuff. Right. And when I went down there, my sister had moved down there when I was about 14, 15. Mm. And it's literally right behind her cul-de-sac. Oh, damn. So it was, like, that was my first experience seeing that shit. And I'm, like, people are hanging out at Walmart. Yeah. And then I got a little bit older and traveled down there, like maybe as like a 21, 22. And I was like, why aren't we hanging out at Walmart? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and 
You can literally have a barbecue right in their freaking parking lot. No, you really can. You go go inside, buy the grill, go out, (laughs) come out with it, get the food, and and come out and cook on the grill. And that's if you want to, because they also have the like little food areas inside of the super WalMarts and stuff as well too. So the food is fresh too, which surprised me because I thought it would have been more packaged, more freezer based. Because when my dad had actually worked at Walmart, he uh, one of the departments that he managed was the food area. Right. But at the time, when we're talking about food, it was just coming into its own, the early 2000s. You didn't have fresh produce. Mm. You had all the packaged and frozen foods. You still needed to be certified to actually handle foods. Right. So he had those certifications. But it was just interesting seeing, wow, you've actually got a deli section. You've got a butcher, so to speak. You've got all these different things. And I thought that was that was great. And we, we were able to get enough food to last us the three or four nights that we spent in the park. Right. And it was just beautiful. Luckily, you know, with Michelle, she enjoys, you know, roughing it to a certain extent. Right. But when I'm saying roughing it, it's not like the trip that we took in January where we were like in below zero temperatures, Freezing. you know, and not being able to go not to the it. bathroom. That's called torturing yourself yeah like i can feel my toes and fingers <laughs> right, by the morning right but here at least you had a bathroom two bathrooms that were at least 100 feet away from i think were we which is i great. think it was me and you that was talking about that when you were saying that we all need to go camping i was like that is the one yeah. thing that needs i'm sorry i'm i'm 32 and they were years clean old bathrooms that's great i'm 32 years old i've i've played sports i've done the whole like hunting trips i've done camp i'm I'm too old to shit in a hole in the in the woods. Yeah, <laughs> and here, wipe here. my ass with a fucking leaf because I'm not that good at seeing what's poison ivy. What I can just see it. Like can you imagine poison, poison ivy on your asshole? Could you? I can just see oh my myself God. now wiping my ass with like poison sumac. Fuck. So some damn damn uh, thorn bush. Some yeah, shit and like who's that. going Ooh. to help me? Ooh. Yeah, got the wrong damn. Who's thing. going to help me? You guys are my friends, but can I can I look at you guys and say I need somebody to put some ointment? On my asshole, please. <laughs> After we get done laughing, Chris, sing it. Chris, look, look at me in my eyes right now, Chris. Chris I need your help. <laughs> I will help you. With two gloves on. I would help you. We don't have any gloves. Oh, shit. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Stop the clock. Wait. I can't stop the clock. I need, I need this on my asshole now. Everybody calm down. Now, where the hell Everybody did we get down. the ointment from? That's what I, we don't have gloves, but we have Adam, ointment. I need you to go and pick up the ointment. <laughs> so I'm waiting for the ointment. I'm going to need a moment okay. to center myself. Okay. <laughs> where, where am don't I look away. Going? Don't look away. Where am I where are we going to need the ointment? <laughs> I need your help. We will find. Could you imagine this yeah, fucking conversation? That's like, I'm, I'm, so I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, if no, you so guys want to go camping, uh, no. let's go camping. Well, but if there's no bathroom, there. I can't why, do that. That's why I thought, like, for us, mm-hmm. Acadia would be so nice. Where we stayed, Seawall uh, Campgrounds, mm-hmm. the facilities were super clean. There's no showers, but you do have bathrooms that are well lit. Good. Yeah, You've I can do whole baths. Whole baths, I have no problem with. This is so clean i was surprised and there was water spigots you know close by you know like 25 30 feet away so and it was potable water too so you could use it Mm. it wasn't only for like say washing dishes right 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 or anything like that they even had sinks to wash your dishes 
it was just cold water and they had a, a massive strainer in it so whatever loose material you had would be caught and would just dump it now you don't clog the, yeah. the drains right they okay. even had massive garbage containers and a garbage truck that would come in the morning yeah see I, that's what I'm talking, that's my kind of camping yeah National yeah. Park Service did a great yeah, as job. Long with as it. there is a toilet, yeah, yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. <laughs> and toilet paper. <laughs> I can bring my own toilet yeah, paper, yeah. but yeah. I can't bring my own toilet. <laughs> Honestly, it was it was a beautiful trip. Good, enjoyed it. The drive home though, fucking Connecticut and New in New York. Traffic or just it was horrendous traffic. It took us twelve hours to get home. Jesus, a car ride that should have been at least nine hours because we decided we weren't going to stop. Mm-hmm. We're going to drive straight. So we drove straight home, and it was just a fucking shit show unlike any other. How'd you pass the time? Uh, we were both screaming and yelling in the car. <laughs> Not at each other, but to see who would be the loudest. <laughs> what? Yeah, I think we went partially different. Were you offering people sandwiches? <laughs> now this trip. <laughs> Next trip. Next trip. <laughs> Do you want a sandwich now? You know. Nah, but uh, it was nice. Uh, we definitely want to do it again. Excellent. Her dad, uh, because Michelle went like a, yeah, a day later, she Mm. went with her family to Pennsylvania, I believe, to go on another camping trip, but they Mm. went glamping. So they had like a shower close by, but they had to pay for the shower. Mm. That's when you pay like a whole bunch of money to not have the hotel? Yeah. Yeah. So she did that with her family. It was the, the whole massive family. Mm. So I wasn't able to go because I had work, uh, and it was Labor Day weekend. But uh, she went, but when her parents picked her up, her dad had said, how come you're not going? I'm like, I just came back from vacation. Yeah. He was like, where'd you go? And I was thinking, Michelle didn't tell them where we were going. <laughs> like, my parents knew that every step of the way. That was perfect opportunity right, right. to kidnap her. <laughs> so uh, I said, uh, we went to Maine. He was like, you didn't tell me. I yeah, but I would have joined. She you. was gone, right? Yeah. So. So they didn't know she where she went. Yeah, I was like. Huh? Or maybe she didn't tell him because he would have joined. Unless she told her mom. Yeah. And then she just never. It said. didn't pass along to like the dad or anything. Hmm. But I don't know what it was. But he he was like, next time you go, please tell me. I've got all the gear because he's big oh, into shit. the outdoors. He mm, goes hiking on his mm, own. Like okay. he'll drive up on the weekend. You know when their uh, their shop is closed, mm-hmm. and he'll go up on the weekend upstate, hike for a few hours, and then he'll just drive home and he'll do it by himself. Oh wow! So he's that really vacation. yeah. It's not only that. I think from a spiritual end, he's just really Zoom. relaxed by it. Mm, nice. You know, like what caught me the first time I saw their car, he had a dream catcher in the uh, over the mirror. Yeah, hanging mm-hmm. from the mirror, and I was I like. like that. This is this is my kind of guy. This that's is, a ticket. This is nice. <laughs> that's a ticket. That's a ticket. That's that's what what the fuck? Obstructing your view? Yeah, that's obstructing of the view. Well, it, it, what, it, no, it's hanging off the rear view mirror, so it's yeah. definitely it's, not. It's, it's one of those kind of like you can get away with it kind of. Sort yeah. Of. It, it, certain cock can be a dick about it, but most of them leave alone. Well, when you look at a dream catcher, you see right through it. When you yeah, look yeah. at freaking uh, those scented uh, pine tree the, things, the you tree can't things. see through Fuzzy that. Fuzzy dice. <laughs> Yeah, that kind of yeah, shit will get you uh, pulled over. Yeah, real fuzzy dice. That was some cool shit. No, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you know what drove a truck then? I guess no. The, the fuzzy, fuzzy dice. No, I remember. You remember the steering wheel shits? The the fluffy steering oh my wheel God, covers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, they still. I do. see a lot of they those still. Sell still. Those shits. Yeah. 
That's dangerous. Your hands could slip right off that and you'll go You know fly. what? Maybe I do remember the, the big dice, but they they were scented? I don't think so. I don't no. know. Oh, I'm they not were sure. just I'm decoration. Not sure. I think it was like... Just like, like uh, you never know. It could have been scented. Could have been. Some yeah. of them. I, I think I were, I think my sister might have had some of them. Don't kill me, please, if I'm wrong. <laughs> Jesus. If I say the wrong thing, I'll get right, murdered. You get but, up, yeah. but I think that she might have had fuzzy dice in her mirror. What Maybe. color were they? Who knows? <laughs> With Maybe. pink? It's my sister, so probably light blue or pink. Okay, that's her color. She's she's a girly girl, so. Okay. Facts. <sighs> and you went on uh, a cruise. Yeah. Yeah, that was... um. The solo cruise, yeah, that was that was eventful. Not it was uneventful, but it was a learning experience for um, learning how to go someplace where you're supposed to be with someone and not be with someone. Because the cruises are like couples based, so it was very. Um, at first, it was challenging, but I mean, I met a, met a few few uh, folks and we hung out for a while, so it worked out. Um, overall, the lesson learned is that you know I enjoyed myself when I wasn't trying to link up just trying to enjoy myself then that's what it became so i it's a nice learning experience definitely gotcha um but what about recently what about in like the last uh, week or so last week or so i got my i got my eyes replaced so (laughs) eyes well fixed i say replaced because it's like new eyes so i went through and got lasik surgery so that was very that was a very um so you can see shit now (laughs) <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> yes, uh, very how, good. How was that? What was that like? It was interesting. What is um, what is the late? So, what is the LASIK procedure? What is it from well, from beginning to end for people that don't know? Well, there's two. About there's two different ones, but I'll go with the one, the most common one, which is called PRK. Don't ask me to tell you what their acronym means. I fucking don't know. PRK. So while you talk about it, I'm going to figure it out. All right. So PRK. So uh, there's two procedures. Basically, it's one with a, with a blade and one with a laser. Uh, the one I did, I, I signed up for the one with the blade, but I ended up getting the one, the one with the razor because of a logistic issue at the um, original doctor site. Shout out to LASIK Institute for doing a great job. Uh, Long Island LASIK Institute. They, they, they took care of us and um, made sure we got our surgery done timely even though it was a long day but even still it was worth it because um like i said i can see so the procedure basically is that and for those who don't know it might it might sound a little graphic so i gotta kind of paint this picture um so you go first thing they do they put these numbing drops in your eyes and they i mean they really load your eyes with numbing drops um there's no pain in that you just feel you don't feel anything you just your eyes are just numb uh, when you lay on the, they lay on the, on the, uh, the table, the doctor comes over and they, they start testing to see if your eyes are numb. So they start poking your eye what the fuck? to make sure that you don't feel anything. Um, all right. So if you, if you do, <laughs> well, they start, they, when they come, they come down and hit, if they hit it one time, you don't, you, they say, do you feel that? They, you say yes. Then they, they know they put more numbing drops in. Yeah, but still, it's like it's more like you feel you like like if you if you if you touch your eye right now, that's the kind of pressure, not like jabbing uh-huh. your eye. Yeah, still. <laughs> so, so once so once they load load you with numbing drops, then they come in with this machine that comes. That, so no, I'm sorry, let me back up. They take these um, it's called speculum. So the the same thing, you know, kind of like we just you know using gynecology, but it's for your eyeball. So they hold your eyelid open with a, a, a device. It props your eyes open. Okay. <laughs> and then they come with a machine that 
comes the suctions to your eye. And why they suction to your eye? Because they have to hold your eyeball still so the blade can cut the corneal flap. Okay, so that's what keeps your eye from moving. In the beginning, yes. Because you're awake during this. Oh, process. yeah, there's no anesthesia. You're awake the whole time. Now, they will offer you a volume if you say, I'm, I'm, I'm freaking out, but that's about, that's about all you're going to get. Oh, man, I would have had about seven of them. <laughs> and that's before I even got to the doctor. <laughs> God damn. It was funny. The lady that was going, it was a lady in the office waiting to go ahead of us, and she was sitting over here with her brother who had gotten surgery, and she was, like, uh, very nervous. He was there trying to keep her calm, keep her calm. And so when everybody came out ahead of her, they would come on, give her a thumb sign, to give, let her know that we survived. Oh, okay, we survived, right? yeah. Trying to give her, trying to get her fears to calm down. That's crazy because I, I think I told you my mom recently did a similar surgery, not mm. LASIK, but did um eye surgery for cataracts. Yeah, yeah. And it was similar, like it was like this bonding process going on in yeah. the um in the waiting room. Yeah. From the people who were getting ready for the procedure and the people who came out from the procedure. Yeah. And like people were like clapping and shit. I was like, "What the? Because like, the plane landed. That, is this what old people do? Like, <laughs> no, it was weird. They go to the doctor and like big each other up. Like, <laughs> hey, every day you're able to survive something. Listen, yeah, if there's day. anybody that understands that, it's me. Yeah. But I'm not going anywhere and like clapping in the waiting room for people. Like, oh my god, <laughs> you had your um colonoscopy. Great, and, and you're still walking fine. Good. But it, it was like, it was strange. Passing all that air now. It was strange because. Well, first of all, let's back up. So it was Friday the thirteenth right. that I took that I was going for surgery. Greatest day on the calendar, by the way. But yeah, okay. we'll get. We'll, yeah, we'll circle back on that. <laughs> um, so I was in my head trying not to think about the fact that it's Friday the thirteenth. Right. So I got to the office in Long Island, and I'm sitting there waiting for them to call us back. And so we got we got back far enough to sit down and get ready to go into the operating room. I hear these guys behind the door talking in loud voices and and making sounds like they're doing something, working. And I said, what's going on back there? Oh, the machine broke. Oh, shit. So we have a guy here who's trying to repair the machine. So this wave of fear washes over me. Like, I don't even know if I want to get under a damn machine that, that is, is just been repaired. Right. Because I don't want to take a chance. So when they came to me and said, well, Chris, um, you can wait. We're going to see what happens with this machine here. But if we can't fix it, are you willing to go to Brooklyn? Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. No question. So uh, the machine, thankfully, didn't get fixed. So we were able to do that. Took us to Brooklyn, and um, we did it there. Oh, and man. so, so you got transferred out. Yeah. Shit. Well, they drove us over. It was nice. It was very. Right. They took very good care of us. Yeah, you're very supposed to be driven because my dad had the cataract surgery on both of his eyes, but at two separate times. And they pick you up and they drive you home. Yeah. So we got lucky that they, they took us over. And I had to get home on my own, but oh. they just took us from uh, office to office because it was there. It wasn't our fault that they couldn't right. do it there. So. Suctioning back to the eye. So you cut the blade open with the with the corneal flap. The doctor lifts the flap up. Now, what's interesting about that, you can see the difference in the difference in perception change. Because like you're looking through a lens right now, right? Right. And you're seeing clear. If you take the lens up, then everything is blurry. Like they removed the filter that helps you see. And that's the crazy thing is that you're conscious. Yes. And awake and yes. You're, you're awake the whole time. It's, 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 it's weird watching it happen. And I feel slight pressure, but nothing that's like freaking me out. And then he says, okay, look, this this green light that's above, above your eye, focus on the light so the laser can hone in, can lock in on your retina and know what to do with everything. So doing that is a challenge. That's why you got to be awake because you have to be cognizant. Otherwise, the laser is going to miss so and it'll, you know that that right, it'll mess the prescription pay up. Pay attention, right. And so they bring this vacuum over and put it down by my neck. 
and then you have to vacuum to suck out. That's to suck the smell, hopefully, but they're not gonna suck the smell out. So then, it, then she said, then you hear them do the countdown before the laser starts, and all you hear is a zzzz, and as they start counting out like thirty seconds, and I swear to God, I tell, I, t- I text you, I said, I know what eyeballs smell like now. Yeah, I remember. It's ridiculous. Thanks for that message, by the way. You're very welcome. Jesus. It was a very metallic smell, and I know, and it's funny. Ever since that happened, now I go around, I'll smell something like that, and say to myself, Oh my God, I smell the same scent. That's when I got my That's eyes That's gotta fuck up the rest of your life. <laughs> like, it's just weird. Oh, this smells like eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. It smells. But like it's very eyeballs. metallic, so it was weird. So um, and they how do, long? How long? So how long is the laser working? Oh, 30 seconds. Thirty seconds. Oh, that's, yeah. that's not long at all. I mean, I'm sure it feels like a while. No, though. I was no. counting down with him. I, she was counting out loud, so I could hear her counting down. I'm like, this is not really jarring. I mean, I'm just. Because my mind, I'm still focusing on the light. Think myself, I don't. If I don't move my, if I move my eye one hair, right, it can mess up the prescription. I'm, and, and, right. The whole thing's messed up. So I got to focus on that. So you're distracted by just trying to focus on that light, ignoring all the sounds and the smells because your eyeballs cooking. Jeez, the oh, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> so they did one eye, and then they stopped, took the spectrum out, and they put on the other eye. Did the same thing. It was like I was only in there for like the procedure itself, from start to finish, was maybe like ten minutes. It was the waiting and the travel time right. and all that that made it a whole long day. But I mean, the whole thing was we were out, no problem. And I was, I was even though my vision was cloudy, I, I could I could look down the street and see the street sign without squinting. Right out of the, yeah, right out of the procedure. Yeah. That's it not, was great. That's not bad. So I can't. I went back on the, the following day to get an assessment, and they said they showed me twenty twenty, and I was reading twenty twenty. So that's excellent. Yeah. So I can see now. But now you're scarred for life. <laughs> Not really in a bad way. I mean, you're gonna smell. I never had any surgery in my life, so it's weird. So to have my the first surgery of my life be my eyes, it's you know, I guess yeah. it's part for the course. Damn, I never yeah. knew an eyeball smelled like a metallic piece of. That's all right. When I see when I when I recognize smell again, I'll say this sick guy. I smell that. You smell that. <laughs> That's it. That's it right there. So the difference between the PRK and the LASIK, from what I'm reading here, is that. Basically, the PRK has been around, has been a process that's been around a lot longer, and it stands for photorefractive keratinectomy. I'm probably killing that last word, but keratinectomy, keratinectomy, and LASIK is laser-assisted in-situ keratomyliosis. Basically, they're the same thing, but the LASIK procedure has is like a newer procedure. Right. Right. But they're basically they're they're pretty much the same. Yeah, for the most part. So it's interesting, but it was it was a. Um, so how are you feeling now? I feel great. How long has it been, roughly? About It'll be a, a week tomorrow. A week? It'll be a week tomorrow. I've been taking the uh, steroids and the uh, antibiotics. And you can you can see. Yeah. Yeah. No no like cloudiness. I mean, at night I still burning. get halos at night from the lights, but that's 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 natural because your eyes have to adjust because of the laser work. Little, t- Do you t- feel t- like your eyes are a little bit more sensitive to light now or anything? Like, what, no. What would you say have been your, um, I guess your, what is it called when you're, you're like after effects? Um, your, not symptoms, but your. I guess after, I guess after yeah. effects. Regarding what, after the surgery? Yeah. I mean, for me, I've had more, my eyes have been, I've having to get used to having dry eyes. When I wore contacts, I was often not cognizant of the fact that my eyes were getting dry because the pupils were covered. Right. So I never really felt this. I took the contact off. Then I really felt the dryness. 
now I feel the dryness on a regular basis, so I know what it is now. So it, it just, I'm just having to do more uh, eye drops than I've normally done because I always wore contacts. Right. And when I wore glasses, I didn't have much problem with dry eyes either. But I mean, it just, it feels good to be able to look down the street and see. And be able to see. Yeah. And it's like every day I'm looking to see how far I can see just out of curiosity. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm not used to being able to look that far and I'll have to squint my eyes. How long have you worn glasses? Since I was in second grade, so probably five years old. Yeah. So all your life that you can pretty much remember. Pretty then. much. I started wearing contacts when I went to college, so I was like 19. So yeah, I was, yeah. Wow. I've, been, I've been having visual assistance for a long time. And um, to now be free of that is uh, very liberating. All right. Looking forward to going back to back to the, the Bahamas that go underwater without worrying <laughs> about my eyes washing out. <laughs> So. I'll be scared to do that though. I'll be don't don't do that yet. No, no. I, it says it says you, it takes weeks to do that. Months actually. Don't want you to do anything anything but water or sports for like a while because they're concerned about about messing damage messing up because right. it's not healed yet. No, Still, not one hundred percent. They cut your freaking eye open. So correct, correct. I can't. Even, I, I'm I've been trying to get to the gym and I can't go to the gym because you could strain. If you any straining, any heavy lifting will cause right, the blood vessels. Yeah, correct. Like you can't do that. So it's like it's very frustrating when you can't do that. Uh, yeah, also don't push when you're in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. <laughs> no, I can't see out the left. <laughs> exactly. Try you know, explain that one. So, it was fu- but it was funny that we we talked to one of the nurses and we were asking her, you know, what are some horror stories? I mean, what are some things that have happened to patients oh, where So wait, let me ask you this. Did you ask that before or after you went in? Before. Wow, you're brave. Ooh, that doesn't help. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no. It was after because Irene, no, she didn't say anything. It was after. Yeah, we I was got gonna in the say car. to go into something and be like, so before I do this, tell me everything bad that you've seen. That's- well, we talked to the, the lady that took us over, Irene. Uh, she was telling us about some, you know, it's just how to, what to do afterwards, what to expect as far as part of the healing process. The the, the young lady took us back. I forget her name, uh, but she was telling the guy uh, was asking her a question about. So has there been any, anything ever go wrong in the procedure where she's been, right. she's seen it? And she said that, you know, in her experience, the worst she's ever seen is that people come out and they rub their eyes right away. Okay. So that just, and then you got to so go back, you you go back put, in. You put your hands in your pocket when you were done, basically. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I came out new and I didn't, I was tempted not to touch my eyes, but I was like, I knew I couldn't because it was the covers and everything was over. So I was like, I'm oh yeah, what bother. about like your sunglasses and shit? Where is that? You, you didn't have to wear sunglasses yeah, yeah. and. Yeah. Well, and not, but not permanently. No, only, only when, only when outside with the light. But that was only for the first few days. I'm fine now. Okay. Um, but yeah, so she said that. But she said she's never seen anything like drastic where someone got their heads sliced off or something like that. Nothing like that. I'm, th- I'm thinking all I think about is final destination. Yeah, it was never like that. First of all, the laser's not not doing all that anyway. In in the movie, it got turned up by accident. It right. got Turned up to the highest and level. Like cut through the lady's and it cut skull. through her head. Right. <laughs> but no, they they're not doing enough. She said. People, the damage that they, they see is people do it to themselves when they come out and they, they move too fast rather than just waiting and just following the procedures for recovery. But I highly recommend it if you can get it. It's not cheap, but at the same time, Adam, you wear glasses. Uh, it's, um, mm-hmm. it's an opportunity to see the world differently because now, now they have this thing where they can give you HD eyes. So the guy that I, that I was. Does part- Samsung sponsor this? No. No, I think it was. Um, HD uh, Panasonic, no, <laughs> but the guy went. So they all they told me about when I went to the things. This you can you can get your eyes fixed to what your prescription is, or and you can add on a, a part where they 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 enhance something to your cornea where you now see 
in HD. So you will be able to see textures and more. Cl- it's like it's fucking RoboCop or something. I wonder if on. that's the shit that they talk about. Like when I'm watching things like Tiger Woods, I remember. I don't remember when it was, but there were in his prime. They were talking about that he had gotten LASIK or some type of surgery. I don't mm. know if it was LASIK, but some type of eye procedure mm. to correct his vision to the point where he can see a blade of grass in one mile per hour wind and he can tell you which way the wind was blowing. That's probably what it was then. Something like that. How probably probably in the beginning this? stages. Huh? How long ago this was like in his this was when he was like in his prime. This is before the whole yeah. fucking fallout. It might have been it might be, might have been in the beginning stages of this but that, like, that procedure. Could you imagine like looking into a grass field and being able to focus on one single blade of grass and see how far it's blowing in any direction? Yeah. In one mile per hour wind. This is my issue. If you're gonna be getting these HDIs, <laughs> now you're gonna be seeing so many colors, super enhanced. Nighttime driving and driving when it's super sunny out. We all have issues with it. Are you going to be, you know, more see, sensitive? Yeah, more sensitive to it. Like, Possibly. what the hell? Well, you're a driver, Chris, and you've gotten the basic procedure. Have you noticed that, like, you're like unable to 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 drive or uncomfortable driving now? Or no, like I said, I, every time I, I every chance I get, I'm looking out to see how far I can see. So I mean. But like glare and stuff isn't not during the daytime anymore. No, no. I, I, the halos at night are are I, they're not jarring, but I mean I, I see them. Right. But they're no different. I mean I, I was getting halos when I when I was wearing corrective lenses. So I mean it just depends on okay. how. So I think once once it once it clears up and I'm able to see it without it, then I'll be able to appreciate where where I was having it. Um, but I thought about getting the HDIs, but then I thought to myself, here's the rationale. So if I'm if I get HDIs and I can see things in HD. Who else can appreciate it but me? Yeah. True. I can't say, Quinn, look at that fucking blade of grass. Right. You'd be like, fuck are you talking about? Exactly. And and I think that that's the difference between us and like I guess like a Tiger Woods where in golf you need to know that yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. Well that brings on another thing. Sports enhancement. Oh, the whole Is the that whole cheating steroids? or not? Well Well I it mean, goes beyond steroids now. Now you're making an actual enhancement to a body part. Is uh, well, I mean, I don't remember any questions being risen about that. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But maybe because. It doesn't have to only just be for him no. in golf. You have so many other sports that people could be doing this. But maybe because it's something where it is correcting vision in terms of like being able to see. Like it's not. I don't know. I'm, I feel like it's a double standard to a certain extent. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how I can word it that it because like I I am making sense of it in my head, but yeah. I'm trying to figure out how to how to word it. But no, but so like, seeing something better doesn't make you a better person at it. I can right. see you're not changing yeah. the way that you take that information exactly. and use it. It's just a matter. Of Whereas you being like when they say performance enhancing in terms of like blood doping, or when yeah. they say performance enhancing in terms of steroid. You're taking this product and it's making you better at the actual act of what you're right. doing. If he adjusted, if his if his swing became super strong, right. That's sports enhancing. But because he can right. see, just because he can see where how the wind far is coming he needs from, to go, that's just a, that's just a, a because there's nothing. Well, seeing where the wind's coming from also helps how you're going to. It hit. does, but it there's no rules against having somebody who who's monitoring the wind. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You, like, there's nothing that tells you that it just makes it more self-sufficient. Yeah. You can see them now, if there was something that said you're not allowed to bring out 
monitoring equipment for air and yeah, things yeah. Like, yeah. and then you're doing it and you get this enhancement it gives you then a benefit yeah yeah but to, to be able to sit there and be like okay well the wind is coming from the left so at three miles right. an hour and let me take two steps this way you're utilizing information that's legitimately there right, that's yeah. that's there for anybody to utilize so I got you. So I think I think that's the difference. But see, I think it's also Pandora's box because it opens up the pos- opens up the, the 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 world of now. If you can enhance your eyes to see in high definition, we're only a few steps away from being able to actually put computers in your eye to do more than just. I mean, well, you know, we're, we're moving we know that, that Google anyway. and everybody has already tried to do this with like Google Glass and things like that. Well, we're going beyond that now. Look at what parents are doing if they've got the money and the resources. They could do genetic modifications before the child's even oh, born. Oh, yeah, that's the same thing. You can pick what you want as far yeah. as pick your child. It's like a fast food restaurant. Yeah, and also if you've got the gene for some, uh, say, poor eyesight, whatever it is, you can correct that right mm-hmm. then and there. Mm-hmm. So you can put HD television in the person's eye right then and there. Right. That's true. I mean, I science and, and medical stuff is extraordinary, the things that we can do. And I think that the things that we can do and that we know that we can do is far below what we could actually oh, do yeah. if we put the resources or allow for resources to be put behind it the way that yeah. it should be. Like, you know, that I always champion the whole like transplant and organ transplant and organ donation things. And like I said, I think I've shared on this podcast that, you know, I've I've seen that they've taken a spinach leaf washed out the chlorophyll which is what turns the leaf green they've washed that chemical compound out and made the spinach leaf react the same way that heart tissue acts so Mm. it responded to an electrical impulse and it maintained its own electrical impulse oh wow so they basically made a spinach leaf beat like a heart wow so So you can make a spinach heart right i just need them to make a cabbage kidney or something (laughs) (laughs) shit that's all you need. But you know, like so so the the technology is there, the the know how is there. Now we just have to start putting resources into it. Well, see, this is where I get a little conspiracy on on you because I right, here we go. Let's go. I, I'm gonna say that we already have a lot we our technology is way farther along than is on the market. Right. It's only because they just haven't put it out there. We could we could be a prime example, we can go we could be fossil fuel free if we wanted to do it. We just don't do it because there's too much money behind it. And technology has already discovered that. I agree with that point. And I think that that is often a big thing. But then when you hear about how much money is being put into certain things, why isn't money being put into things like that? Why isn't there a draw for for like sustainable energy or like you said? Because there's too much money in oil. But how do you swing that pendulum, though? What do you mean? How do you go from the drive being oil and fossil fuels and things of that nature to the drive being sustainable energy it, it, how, it can how be do done you get that pendulum to swing it's called the lobbyist right now the biggest lobby is the oil lobby yeah and they've got too many pockets inside government you know look at the majority of who trump's cabinet is and you find that you've got a shit ton of lobbyists this is true but I also no. feel like and look at the position. I can't that say hold. that they don't have lobbyists though for for the other side of the. Oh, they are they there. They do. They but do. There's, there's no again. There's no money in it. When they figure out how to, the reason we're slowly moving that direction because they haven't figured out how to fully monetize, monetize it. it. Yeah. Right. 
once they figure out how to monetize, how to charge you for air, yeah, then we'll go full natural resources. But it, it, there you go. When you look at it, is it cheaper for natural gas uh, or saying is it cheaper with fossil fuels per kilowatt hour versus what it costs for solar and wind? You're going to always go with the cheaper fossil fuel until yeah. they can bring those prices down. But then here's the other argument. Fossil fuels will always fluctuate as they are right now because of the attack that took place on the Saudi refining uh, facility. Right. So what happened? Prices went up. Of course. But you will never have a situation where solar or wind power will go up based off of a geopolitical you know, issue. So would you want to pay a few that, cents more? I don't know more? if that part is true 100%. I see, I see the argument that you're making. But here's why I play devil's advocate solar in that. power from the Sahara because or the Middle East. Not necessarily, but there is such a big influx based off of what's going on with climate change and things like that. You do have an influx in. It might not be like off the off the charts, but your UV, yeah. your UV um, input is going to change. Your air, your wind speeds, direction, all True. of that will change. And also, I see what you're saying. Now, too. it's not going to change daily. Yeah, it's right. not going to change in an acute amount of time, but there is change there. Yeah. But yeah. my question is, is that there's obviously more money and longevity in the future with sustainable energy than there is in fossil fuels. Regardless of the fact that people want to argue that, oh, the oil will be here forever and they're just making it. We know that at some point, whatever your stance on that is, whether you believe that it's going to run out today or whether you believe it's going to run out in 100 years, there is no question that it will run out. Yeah, right? it's a finite no resource. No so doubt. why isn't there more of a push for something that can be generated over a longer period of time, even if the money is behind what runs out? Me as a business person, I want to put my money behind something that's not going to run out. Because it might outlive me, it might outlive my kids, but you know, I still want my grandkids to be good. Yeah. Especially now, these people are million, billionaires, trillionaires. I want that money to last for a long time. Well, I think if you look at it, right now, the infrastructure is already in place for the fossil fuels. Yeah. It will cost quite a bit of money to retrofit or even create a whole new infrastructure for these alternative sources of energy. So like when you're looking at the electrical side, like if you're looking at Tesla where they have their superchargers, right. they only have them in certain locations. They're growing and expanding. They're all over New Jersey. Well, it's that's ridiculous. the thing. It's all Northeast. And when we were driving up to Maine in Connecticut at their, um, their uh, uh, whatchamacallit, service stations along the road, they had a few Tesla charging uh, pods, which was great. I thought that was amazing. But in New York City and state, I don't see it that often. You have to key in on certain locations. Mm -hmm. You have to actively search for it. You see it a lot in the new developments, in these new yes. in like these yeah. new luxury developments. Mm -hmm. yeah. it, it's almost as if they have like a contract with them. It was funny because I was having this conversation with somebody that they've built and there's an area called Kearney in Jersey, right outside of um, Newark. 
and they're building like tons of real estate there. They're, they're developing property there. And every single one of them have these Tesla pods. Yep. And I'm like, there's probably 10 people out here with Teslas. Mm-hmm. And they have a whole parking lot full of these Tesla charging stations. Where, like, where's the drive? That's, this is an example. So where's the drive to do something like that and spend money on something like that? Well, they're looking at their future customers. They're already going to price their homes so to an individual. So they're all going to own Teslas? Well, people that no, go, they live there probably <laughs> can't afford rate. to buy Teslas. Yeah, that's, that's what it's going to be. They can afford to buy Teslas. And you then you kind of drive the, the, the clientele in that direction because you're you're advertising subliminally. Yeah. The space for your if you have if you had a car that could fit here, then it would be there. Right. So then it becomes like, oh, okay, I want I want to look cool too. So let me go buy a Tesla, and I have my own space right here. I want to see what the hell these Tesla owners are gonna do when we get hit with a blizzard, mm-hmm. and their little electric cars that have, you know, they, what do they say? Your batteries that die. It's not the even winter. the battery, but they say that there's no like when you hit the gas pedal, there's no there's no like that engine rev. Yeah, you don't you uh, don't yeah. get pushed. It's instant. It's instant. Um, oh, so if it's going to be icy, instant need that get up. Yeah. You kind of need that, like that's why cars have the first gear. Yeah, you know, because that's you, a electrical vehicle to make it. So you if can I that. pay ninety thousand dollars for a car, that shit better not get fucking stuck on ice. Well, you paid nine thousand dollars, <laughs> so you plug that fucker in, well, like a fucking cell phone to charge it. That's what you pay. $90,000 and you really hope that what you're paying for it lasts for quite some time. If you watch on YouTube Rich Rebuilds mm-hmm. where he takes apart Teslas that were either bad accidents or they were flooded whatever it is and he creates Frankenstein cars. He's done it for himself. He's done it for a few other people. Now he's uh, was able to create his own shop with a couple of other individuals one being a former Tesla employee. It it's amazing to see that a hundred thousand dollar vehicle gets totaled in a flood, and how people not so easily will get rid of the vehicle. Well, I and mean then, that's that's always been a um issue with the automotive world. I mean we're all drivers here, and we yeah. know that we all drive cars that as soon as we drove it off the lot, we all have heard the saying we yeah, know about down. depreciation, mm-hmm. but. I just find it but interesting. But my whole, my whole thing, yeah, I mean, definitely. But my whole thing, again, just goes to, like, I remember when I bought my truck. I went out and I sourced, sourced my truck and wanted, wanted a certain type of SUV. And there was a price difference of, I think, $15,000 in the difference of the all-wheel drive version versus the two-wheel drive version. Mm. So I was like, all right. I was a little tight on cash, but I wanted this truck. So I was like, let's let me entertain the idea of the two wheel version, even though in the back of my mind, I'm like, why would you get a two wheel drive SUV? Right. But I was like, let me entertain the idea. And the first thing that they said is that that's not even in the market in the Northeast. There's no market for two wheel, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. I I wasn't like blown back by that, but there's no market for a two wheel drive SUV in the Northeast. All right, I understand the concept of a two-wheel drive truck. Who right. would want that? Right. But the reasoning behind it is because we have snow, yep. ice, and rain, yep. and like freezing rain. Yeah, climate. <laughs> right. So why would you want something that's going to leave that you. is going to leave you stranded? Mm-hmm. You have a truck that's heavy that needs this power to pull. 
the same kind of thing as what I'm thinking when it comes to these electric vehicles. Yeah. Right. What are you going to do when, because I owned a Accord mm-hmm. for a long time and it's a front wheel drive Honda Accord and I would get stuck in parking spots in like two inches of snow because there just wasn't enough pull behind it. Right. And now you're telling me that these vehicles don't have any torque. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. it was like, how many, how many of these electric cars are we going to be pulling out of like parking spots because it rained for a day? How about they're not going to pull it out? Let it sit there and thaw. Just let it sit there and thaw out then. There's no point getting, because so then when you pull it out, co- you can't drive it. And they're the electric, so that means that they corrode then, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, they don't have the proper insulation <laughs> yeah, exactly. and all that other stuff. Yeah, exactly. So it'll be interesting to see Kearney, New Jersey. Shout out to you. <laughs> electric vehicle spots that keep taking up all the regular yes, parking yes. spots because- that's the other thing. You can't park unless you have an electric car. Yeah. There's like yeah. priority parking for electric vehicles now. And it's it's like, like there's no fucking electric car here. And it's yeah. like, goddamn. It's like, it's between city. electric cars and bicycle lanes. I don't know which one is taking over yeah, quicker. Wow. That's a whole other issue. Yeah. But but yeah, so that was that was just my thing. But I I forget how we even got onto this whole thing. We start we got we got sidetracked off to the um But that's actually a really nice sidetrack though, because yeah. it, it goes to the heart of a lot of issues that we have right now. Yeah, trying to figure things out politically. Yeah. Man. So you got that's what we were talking what we had been doing. So you got your eyes done. Yeah. <laughs> Way. Yeah. Let's circle that back real yeah, quick. Yeah, I did quick. get my eyes done. So I like I said I, overall I recommend the procedure. It was a good it was a good fit for me. It worked out and yeah. So if you have you have so, a, if you have the ability to, to do it, I definitely recommend it. So Adam, you're next. <laughs> Honestly, I had asked my eye doctor, and he had said it wouldn't be worth it for me. Wouldn't be worth it. Do you yeah. have condition that like causes your vision to um, fluctuate? Because I know, like with me, that's what they said. Like, I have a slight stigmatism in one eye mm-hmm. because of when I was younger, I had issues with my eyes. It wasn't necessarily vision; it was just the way I saw and interpreted things. Mm-hmm. So it was a mix of. I don't want to call it like a learning disability, but you can say there was a delay of mm. what I was seeing on a blackboard mm. and translating it to the notebook. Don't yeah. worry, Adam. I so, had that same thing. They said that about me as well. Yeah. What I saw on a blackboard and what was in my notebook were two different things, but that's because I didn't pay attention. Well, you <laughs> see, I, I went to, my mom had, had found before her accident, she found a behavioral ophthalmologist. And he found that the muscle behind my left eye was weak mm. and I wasn't able to see as well with it. Mm. So I had 20 20 vision. Right. My IQ was perfectly fine. Everybody was saying, oh, you're dumb or he's, you know, mentally disabled in some form or another. And then they would give me IQ tests and it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Right. Mm. Seriously? Right. I'm running laps around you. So what they found eventually was, you know, an issue with uh, the eyes, but behind the eyes. He saw behind it. I did five years of physical therapy. Um, my mom had found this doctor uh, a couple of months before her accident. And then after the accident, my dad, uh, he took me every Friday for like two, three hours to spend with uh, the doctor and his team. Mm-hmm. Fixed the eyes, got strong. To kind of uh, relax her pain. And um, that was, but my vision was twenty twenty. It kind of got messed up to like twenty twenty five. 
I can see perfectly fine when I look above. I without so your glasses are for reading. It's for reading. I do it for driving since it's technically on my driver's license, corrective lenses. Mm. Okay. So, so if I do it for too long without my glasses, I start getting slight headaches yeah, because of the stigmatism. Right. So I don't want to fatigue them out any further than I have to. But it's really bad. It was really bad. And then for me... You're 2025. I mean, you're you're right yeah. there, so it wouldn't be be a benefit for you. And here's the crazy thing: I thought my dad had poor vision when I went to the eye doctor with him in my early 20s. No, yeah. and I said to him, "What's your what's your vision?" He's, "Oh, it's like 2025." I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then it turns out that's when I found out he had the same vision yeah, problem same I did. Right. I was like, "Why didn't you tell this to mom and I when I was younger?" He's like, "I thought I did." So, uh, I would have remembered that. So I was like, I blame you for asthma. <laughs> In vision. In vision. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if it wasn't for, for both my parents, I I wouldn't be translating and seeing things properly. That's and, insane. Yeah. I, it, it's, it's different. Once you have the ability to see whether it's through LASIK mm. or physical therapy or just someone guiding you, it totally changes yeah, when, you when chris told me that he was gonna get the i was really hoping that we could get him a dog yeah and, and the cane. <laughs> don't forget the cane oh yeah and the cane but the cane was like the lesser of the two i really wanted you to get a dog it's, I know. it's sad and fucked up <laughs> what we were talking about uh, yeah. when you kept saying we i was like did someone guide you to the car and everything <laughs> <laughs> that's what was going through my head i didn't want to be fucked yeah up. I, I could i could see i could see enough to get to get where i needed to go thank goodness so it wasn't that bad so we can't yeah. get you a dog I'll take a dog. I love dogs, but I don't need to see an eye dog. I'm good. No, no, no. Get I'm a good. service dog. Then you can bring the dog to work. Yes, that's that's all I need. Have a, have a damn dog trotting around the damn office. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> exactly. But um, so anybody got any news on Ray? Anybody know what's going on with Ray since he's only thing I think going with Montreal without us for for the uh for I think it was, was it was it a gaming event or uh, was some it some sort of Pokemon thing? It was a Pokemon Go event. That's what yeah. it was. Because his roommate is pretty big with it and a couple of his friends are big with it okay i know he i know he was saying that he was getting back into the whole streaming yeah and, yeah, yeah and he's been doing he's done a couple of things since in the last like two weeks he's done like two or three things that right? dude yeah. is gonna blow up yeah. i see big things for that dude he's grinding hard. I wish you well up there in montreal come back safe yeah if you if you get to hear this before you get back come don't bring back anything you don't want to have long term yeah i told him don't yeah don't bring <laughs> back any plus ones who i said but um the little kind, not the big kind. Oh, man. Very um, microscopic guy, too. <laughs> but as we come in for a landing, I, 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 I want to introduce a new segment, uh, Fun Fact. So, <laughs> fun Facts. Yeah. Fun made, Facts. So, something some people might know about, some people may not know. So, did you know the roller coasters were invented to distract Americans from sin? Wait. Re- all right, but here's the problem with this fun fact segment because I have some fun fucking questions when you bring up facts. Sure, I want you to bring it up. What the? How do you distract people from sin? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> so, in the 1880s, in the 1880s, hosiery, biz, hosiery, hosiery. Ho- okay, not to be confused with hose. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the hose. Yeah, hosiery, <laughs> like panty hosiery. Okay, businessman Lamarcus Thompson hated that Americans were tempted by hedonistic. Places in saloons and brothels. So he set out to straighten up one of the most immoral places he could think of, Coney Island, New York. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's still pretty 
fucking immoral down there. Too. There he built America's <laughs> first 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 roller coaster to give New Yorkers some good, clean fun away from seedier pastimes. So New Yorkers, kidding? you are the reason for roller coasters. That's crazy. <laughs> and I love Coney Island though. I love roller coasters. So wait, so cyc- the Cyclone is like the America's first roller coaster? Maybe. That's why I won't get on that shit. Yeah. I wonder how much sex has been had on that fucking roller coaster because just out of spite. Oh my god. So just nah, be I, careful. If you're fucking on a roller coaster, you got some big aspirations and drinking. Like you got yeah, some you never skill. Know. You never know. <laughs> I can tell you try it. <laughs> Listen, so. don't get any splinters. It's a wooden roller exactly. coaster. Yeah. And yeah. this next one really quick, it's just it's just I thought of you when I saw this. So it says that Fruit Loops all taste the same. Yes, they do. I could have. There is no. There's no flavor. There's no flavor. Even though I still say (laughs) the purple, the lemon. You can taste the yellow. You can taste the lemon. Taste the yellow. (laughs) Yellow has a color. Sorry, my colorism just came out. (laughs) I can taste the red. (laughs) But um, but I feel like you can taste the lemon in the yellowed loop. I don't. I think it's psychological. I've had this argument with a couple of people. I think I, it's you. I think you just in your you mind you want to taste lemon. I would have so argument you. in your your own mind here <laughs> <laughs> with all my friends. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that no one else sees. But but no, no. I really do, honestly. Okay, so I guess I guess we're gonna have Fruit Loops next episode. <laughs> Might as well. Good. That's the only way to to, to test out. This, that's fine with me. This. Bring it on. Because I, I don't like. Oh, I'm not know, a serial person. I can find Fruit Loops. I, so. You probably have some on you right now. <laughs> so it's like, and here you go. <laughs> exactly. But with that, we want to thank you guys for joining us again for another episode of the Happy Hour Fellas. Real quick, let's give out our social medias. Quinn. So you can always find me at QA Creative Collective. And from there, you can also find Blended Roses, Diamond Rose Studio. We want to thank you for, you know, sponsoring us and giving us the time and space as always. And um, for photography, for music, for... Whatever I don't know, drawings, whatever it is that you, yeah, whatever you want to do, reach out to me and let me know and let's figure out a way to get it done. All right, Adam. You can catch me at Taken Traveler on Instagram, seeing the various projects that I'm working on, either by myself or with Michelle, some traveling and uh, everything in between. All right, you can catch me, Seaboy Motley, on IG and also SeaboyMotley.com is the, my website that shows all my work that I'm doing and any projects I'm working on. And last but not least, our dear brother Ray, listed as the the Razor, the underscore R E Y Z R on Instagram. Check him out to see what he's doing and all kind of shenanigans and chicanery he's getting up to in Montreal. There you go. All right, Thank folks. you for listening, guys. Thank Take you care. Guys. Have a great weekend. Have a day. Have a day. <laughs>